everyone. I'm Corey Hain. And I'm Ariel Daves. And you're listening to The The Dirt Dirt Road Show. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to The Dirt Road Show. I'm Corey. And I'm Ariel. And The Dirt Road Show exists to give rising country artists a platform to share their music and why they do what they do. And we have Tucker Wetmore on the show with us today. Tucker, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate you. We're just going to jump right in because, Tucker, you are located in Nashville now, right? Yes, ma'am. How long have you been living there? Uh, I moved here a little over a year now. Will you tell us, Tucker, just what was like the inciting incident that um, got you to Nashville? Because you're actually from a small town in the Pacific Northwest um, and called Kalama. 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 Dang it. I even asked. We went over this, Corey. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's like Willamette, but Kalama. Okay, okay. Um, Yeah, called Kalama. And you, um, I don't think you've necessarily had country music in your sights at least maybe three or four years ago. Well, can you kind of tell us that journey of getting to Nashville? Yeah. Um, I didn't actually, I, um, I mean, I've always grown up playing music just for like myself and like as a, a therapy kind of thing, but I'll do it for hours on a day. I, uh, I went to college in Montana, played football there for a year and then, um, had this feeling that I wasn't, you know, doing what I was supposed to be doing for a little while there and then i was like hey hey big guy up there can you uh give me a little sign and then the next day i went to practice and i broke my leg and then oh my gosh so i was like yeah I, I'm, I'm listening to this what so the next week i didn't even go to any of my finals or anything i uh i dropped literally oh my gosh before school was over i dropped out of college, uh-huh. moved back home saved up some money i was working at a coffee shop and uh saved up some money for like a year and then Moved out here. Okay, so tell us about that transition <laughs> of breaking your leg and then a year-ish later, you're in Nashville. What happened in that time period that made you make that decision? Um, I picked up my guitar again. And uh, <laughs> I started writing songs. And I was like, I, I just had this moment where I was like, I have always liked to do this. I've never had a bad time doing this. It's what I truly enjoy doing. Which I felt that with football and everything, but like, there's always a part of me. I was like, I'm, I'm missing something. I'm, I'm really missing something. So I picked up my guitar, started on songs. Did you have someone in Nashville um, who you knew or someone close to you who was like, hey, you need to make this move? Or what gave you that motivation to just be like, this is where I need to be. And I'm going to pick up like hundreds of other people do and go to Nashville. No, I didn't know anyone here hmm. at all. I was looking at my mom one day. Or I was talking to her. I go, I'm, I need to get out of here. She goes, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I want to, I want to go pursue music. And she's like, I've been telling you this since you were 12 years old. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because she literally, Moms. Like, do it. you need to pursue it. Mm-hmm. I was actually going to move down to Austin. Went and visited Austin. Didn't like it at all. It reminded mm-hmm. me a lot of like Portland. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Portland, but um, went back home and I was like, I'm just going to go visit Nashville. Came here. Yeah. Wasn't sure about it actually the first couple of days because I wasn't 21 and I couldn't like do anything. All we were doing was like sightseeing. I moved here when I was 20. Okay. I don't even know what clicked in my head where like this is the moment, but like there came a moment where I was like, this is it. This is it. Yeah. And then I fell in love with it and been here ever since. 
Was anyone else in your family musical growing up? Uh, my grandma played the piano. And, uh, I mean, I grew up listening to, like, my dad before he um, before he got cancer and lost his voice and everything. He would, he would always sing, and then my uncle would always sing, like, working in the church and whatnot. And I would always listen to, like, sing rock music. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird, but, like, he would be, like, cooking in the church and listening to rock music <laughs> but now okay so you grew up rock but why country um i mean i grew up a little bit of everything really it was like mostly rock growing up and then it switched to like i listened to a little rap in high school like everyone mm-hmm. you know and then um, <laughs> in college i started really getting heavy into country music which i've always kind of listened to country music but it was mm-hmm. you know then i started really getting into it in montana and um this stuff you know who are a couple of artists that really really got your attention you were like man that's something i want to do and it can be at any genre but uh john party's one of my biggest my biggest um idols up there yeah he's good and um but i think my the moment was so i was kind of talking to this girl a little bit and i was i was really into her after i dropped out of college and everything and then she went to a luke combs concert in portland i'm pretty sure and she posted it on her story i was like mm-hmm. scrolling through the stories and whatnot and i saw it and i was like that's cool and then everyone else that was there that i had on my my social media or whatnot was posting that and i was like i want to do that that looks badass i want to do that <laughs> so bad but I've, I've already started like writing songs and then that was my moment where i was like i'm doing that. Mm-hmm. that's my goal right there playing in front of thousands of people in an arena show you know that's that's my one of my main goals when you moved to nashville did you find roommates or how did you kind of get plugged into the community i was living alone in an apartment on demumbrian right across like tin roof on demumbrian mm-hmm. and um so then i started meeting people i met one of my roommates now um like my first week first two weeks being here and we've always ever since then we've been you know tight and which is super cool and i'm i'm super fortunate to have that happen but um so i was living alone and then these boys were getting a house and they're like tuck come on so i was like all right <laughs> so I, I i ended my lease there and then came here and now we're all living together so who's in your house with you so i got my buddy ethan payne caleb sanders caleb miller um cameron packy so I was talking to uh, Cody Bradley is a friend of ours. Um, that's what I'm talking about Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I, that's kind of how we got connected to you because um, you are going to be in his music video, I think, for Two Truths and a Lie, right? Yeah, they shot that here, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why That's why I knew because he, he was like, yeah, we shot this at Tucker's house. And I was like, oh, they must have like a big house. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a decent size. It's cool. Uh. Or like, yeah, a house that uh, works for a music video shoot. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. It's part mm-hmm. So you kind of made your community, moved in with these guys, um, which sounds like so much fun. It is. Did you start going to writer's rounds? Did you start booking yourself rights? How did you figure out what to do? Um, so I just, yeah, pretty much just started booking myself rights. I've played a handful of writer's rounds since I've been in Nashville. But pretty much since I've been here, I've been focusing on like writing and get my feet under me and um kind of just taking it slow mm-hmm. tell us about your songwriting process um now i know you kind of just jumped right in and you started with writer's rounds but 
where did the songs come from? Did you already have them before you got to Nashville or did that kind of come after the move? What, what did the songwriting process look like in your journey? So I had a handful of songs um, before I moved here. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I mean, it's just like doing anything else. You do something enough times, you're going to get better at it, which I'm always growing. And um, I'm always taking chances to learn from other great writers that I get, you know, the chance to encounter and whatnot. Yeah. I didn't start getting, like, good songs until I got here. <laughs> and started like, okay, learning, sit back. A lot of times I'll just sit back and watch and learn. And- mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Tucker, we have a lot more questions to ask you, but will you play a song for us? All right, so I wrote this one with my buddy uh, Carver Parton, and it's kind of about like moving to a city like this one from a place where I'm from, and uh, meeting a girl and being like, "Hey, you kind of remind me of my hometown a little bit," you know. And so um, this one's called "Hometown in Your Eyes." Girl, I thought this dashboard dust was all I was bringing. Wave goodbye to a starlit sky as I drove into the city. They all said, You're crazy, boy, you ain't no rolling stone. Didn't know that coming here is like heading home. You take me back to mud bank creeks and sun chairs on the shore. Summit from the shoulders down and drunk off this box one. Living what I live for, honey, it ain't no surprise. Girl, I see my hometown in your mind. You came up and asked me for my name and what I'm drinking. Said anything that's cold and can't, and my answer got thinking. You must be from BFE and used to introduce. I know you're far from home, but you'll get used to You take me back to Mudbank Creeks and sun chairs on the shore. Summoned from the shoulders down and drunk off this box one. You live in what I live for, honey, it ain't no surprise. Girl, I see my hometown in your eyes. So good. Love wow. it. Appreciate Love it. <laughs> yeah oh my gosh so who did you say you wrote that with uh buddy carver pardon he um he's a belmont kid but um oh okay he's good. yeah really good writer tucker speaking of your hometown i want to ask you a little bit about your i guess sports career and experience um because you were actually a, a pretty good athlete um i think you played for montana tech for a year in, in college before you broke your leg. Um, yep. Wide receiver. Yeah. Um, and you were also actually an excellent track athlete. So the reason I want to ask this is I find that often people who do sports, even though we don't like live in that, like, oh, you know, I was a good high school athlete and that's like my identity. I think that sports can teach us a lot about like discipline and um, just life skills. So I kind of want to ask if if you feel like, that growing up 
um, and being successful is that with that has influenced who you are as an artist. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think what sports at a young age does for people is not only um, discipline, it teaches, it teaches you how to be passionate about something that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think that's what's transitioned most for me is just the passion that I have for the music alone. Like money set aside, which I have none of that. Um, fame set aside, I also have none of that. But like, even when or when that stuff does come, I um, just the passion I have for music. I don't think anything could stop the train that I got going on. Hmm. In Nashville, there, um, who have you been writing with the most? Who do you kind of hang out with, and who are the people who you have found is kind of your uh, your group? If you've found that, my buddy Carver, I write with him a lot, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we just we just click a lot i've written with cody i wrote with cody once we uh shoot what was this, what was the name of that song it was redneck it was so redneck and i loved it it was cool but um i can't remember but i wrote with cody and uh no just other people i guess mm-hmm. so you put out you put out three songs this year in 2021 by the time we release this actually it, it's, it's going to be 2022 um what are your plans as far as releasing music wise in the next let's say six months i'm hoping to release either one or two within the next six to seven months and then um a music video hoping to get that out beginning of summer next summer to kind of bring up uh my latest one she's trouble mm-hmm um, bring that up again because I, I feel like that's a fun like summer summer song yeah you know mm-hmm. yeah. do you already have the one or two songs that you're going to release picked out that one that i just played needs a little tune mm-hmm. but um it might be i'm not sure yet and then the other one's still up in the air okay a little bit i got some in the in the works i got some that i got ideas for that are really cool and if i if we you know, get them nailed down. They would be badass songs, you know? Mm-hmm. Tucker, that's so cryptic. It definitely, probably, maybe. <laughs> definitely, But it maybe. makes total sense. <laughs> uh, um, well, Tucker, will you play another song for us? All right. So I'm a, I wrote this one, like, last week, I think. Yes. With my buddy Carter. And it's cool, but I'm probably going to mess it up. It's called Take Me Home. This one hit a little different Made way for all your friends Just to get a little closer to you Just to get a little closer to you Now I can see it in your face Trying to hide you don't like the taste Of a two-shot Tennessee book When I know you can't get enough I set the keys down in your lap I think it's time I close this tale about having all of the fun that I can have, baby. So go ahead and take me home. One too many got me too far gone. Pull in a job, put a record on. A shot of you is getting too damn strong. Spinning out in the front porch line. The weather's good enough to go all night. Kick off your boots when we go inside. No, I don't think we're gonna need more wine. These neon lights ain't what I want So go ahead and take me home 
Two months of hoping and praying, same bar, she's there waiting for another old boy like me. Thank God I'm a boy like me. This time we skipped on small talk, two steps away to the parking lot. She looked at me and said, baby, let's get gone. Go ahead and take me home. One too many, I'm in too far gone. Pull in a drive, put a record on. The shot of you is getting too damn strong. Spinning out in the front porch line. The weather's good enough to go all night. Kick out the boots when we go inside. No, I don't think we're gonna need more wine. These neon lights ain't what I want. So go and take me home. good so i i loved that i have a note going in my uh, phone of like first dance songs when i at my wedding and that's what that made me think of i was like that just is such a good first don't we think that's really good yeah the third verse she leaves and then you're talking like your buddy like hey buddy go ahead and take it it's really sad I don't know. But it's not. (laughs) We'll just like maybe just like DJ will just like stop it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Fade it out before the third verse. (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) That's a great song. Uh, okay, so big compliment here. Um the Morgan well, Morgan Wallen's cover of it, cover me up. I I thought about too. Just Uh like it's that like desperate uh, not desperate, but that like a a vulnerable just mm -hmm. like I wanna be with you. You know, yeah. that kind of yeah. thing. Oh, cover me up, cool. take me home. Cool that mm-hmm. sort of feel. Yeah. yeah. We should keep it with it. I'll talk about it. Maybe. <laughs> but, but it would have been a tragic, like, I would have, like, I would have got me in the feels if she would have left for sure. Yeah. But that's true. there yeah. are certain will. country songs, though, that can get away with this stuff. And, like, you're just, like, going in one direction. I'm thinking of two off the top of my head Reba still. That one mm-hmm. where she, mm-hmm. you know, and and yeah. still, you know, my world stood still. And at the end, he's married, you know. And then Tim McGraw, don't take the girl. Johnny's daddy yeah. was taken and fishing. It's like heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's like the whole time you're hopeful and it's it's beautiful, but it's a beautiful, tragic mess. Yeah. I'm sure you guys will make the right decision if it's going to be a first dance song or a breakup song or like a sad song. No pressure. Hopefully. I don't know. You got me thinking now, man. <laughs> Tucker, I want to spend these last few minutes getting to know you a little bit more as a person. Um, can you tell us maybe a couple of people in your life who you feel have really made you who you are? Mentors, um, people you look up to. Um, my mom, hands down, best person I know. Tell us a little bit about her. Tell us what makes her such a good role model. So imagine like... The perfect mom. That's That's the only way I can put it. Um, She's caring. And she supports me in ways that I don't really understand. Mm -hmm. It's a hard life being out here pretty much on your own and, you know, chasing something that everyone else is doing. But um, she's just there and caring and loving and make sure that I'm not only doing the right thing, 
but having the stuff that I need mentally, which is anything. As you see yourself in these next few years, what are some characteristics that you think you really want to have and you want people to know you for? Like if, if they say, oh, Tucker, he is so blank. Something that I've held super dear to me and made sure that I was on this track. I mean, I fall off sometimes. I'm a human. I'm, I'm one of God's creations. I'm not, you know, him. I'm not perfect. And uh, my morals mean more to me than a lot of things. Um, just, just being kind to people and um, making sure that you're not putting yourself of more importance than the person next to you. And um, when it comes to treating women uh, the way that, you know, a woman should be treated, that's uh, that's something that I hold very dear to me and something that I'm working on every day still. And um, I got a lot of that from my sisters mm-hmm. and my mom and just saying, you know, life. And I learned what not to do by seeing what they went through with others. And that's, that's just taught yeah. me everything, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, Tucker, what piece of advice would you give to somebody who is where you were, um, but they don't have the mom to say, I've been telling you this. Um, what would you say to them when, you know, they've got this passion inside of them and they're sitting there ready to make a move, but they don't really know what to do. They don't know where to look to. And what would you say to that person? Dude, put your boots on. Strap your belt tight. Get your ass out the door. Yes. And do it. Be scared. I mean, it's okay to be scared, but don't let being scared stop you from doing something possibly yeah. great. Mm-hmm. You know? That's good. That's what I got to Put your boots on. Put your boots on. <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right, Tucker. So this means when we visit Nashville, we can stay at you guys' place? Absolutely. Come on. Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) This has been so fun. Thanks for taking the time to not only chat with us, share a couple of your songs, but share some of your heart behind um, what you do and who you are. It's just been a pleasure. And uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. y'all this is ariel again and Corey's here too we want to thank you so much for tuning in with us today to find out more about rising country artists follow us on facebook and instagram at dirt road show put your boots on strap your belt tight get your ass out the door and do it